three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. I have had some comments on my intro that I need some intro music, cool intro music. And well, maybe one day I will. But until then, that is my introduction. We are, or I am trying to encourage all of us to be in God's Word, reading through it. I really enjoyed this read, slow read of Deuteronomy. I have done the slow reads before the studies of Genesis, Exodus, a little bit in Leviticus and Numbers, but never really in Deuteronomy. And I have richly been blessed because when I usually buy when I read through Deuteronomy, I've just read the other four books of the law. And I'm really ready to be in Judges, in Joshua. And so I have to confess, there are lots of things in here that I was like, wow, I don't remember reading it that way, or I don't remember gaining that insight from it, which is pretty common when you read through God's Word over and over again. You get new things out of out of God's Word, but it's not open for our interpretation. It's open for us to hear from the Holy Spirit as to how we should take each one. And so here are the blessings. We're continuing in chapter 33, coming near the end. We just did the blessing on Joseph and his tribes for the two sons of his, Ephraim and Manasseh. So we're in verse 18, kind of try and get through a lot of these today. So here we go. And of Zebulun, he said, Rejoice, Zebulun, in your going out, and Ishkar in your tents. They shall call peoples to their mountain. There they offer right sacrifices, for they draw from the abundance of the seas and the hidden treasures of the sand. And of Gad, he said, Blessed be he who enlarges Gad. Gad crunches like a lion, crouches like a lion. He tears off arm and scalp. He chose the best of the land for himself, for there a commander's portion was was reserved. And he came with the heads of the people. With Israel he executed the justice of the Lord. And his judgment for Israel. And of Dan, he said, Dan is a lion's cub that leaps from Bashan. And of Naphtali, he said, O Naphtali, sated, sated with favor and full of the blessings, blessing of the Lord, possesses the lake and the south. And I will stop there because that sure is a little bit more. So, here are three more, four more tribes, and um, very interesting. Uh, so part of the blessings is is prophesizing, if you will, or Moses knowing already where they're going to be, what parts of the promised land each tribe is going to take. Um, so that's part of it. Like, for instance, Naphtala. Naphtala's land will border the Sea of Galilee. Um, and Dan is in the north of the land. Um, and so that's a lot of what these blessings seem to be indicating is, hey, you may be blessed as you settle this part of the land. But the, as Moses continues on blessing the different tribes of Israel, that, you know, think about how his end is coming. And even knowing his end is here, that he is still blessing the people that in in many ways have been a tough people 
to to rule and to serve as she presses on and is getting ready to to, to move on. Moses is not old in the sense that we think of. It's going to even say that um, you know Moses um, Moses's eyes were not dim. In other words, he wasn't showing the signs of old age. His mental capacity was still completely there. His ability to go up and down a mountain was still there. Uh, and so he is, he knows he, his body has withstood everything. And like the sandals that didn't wear out and the clothing that didn't wear out over the 40 years in the desert, Moses' body has not worn out, but his time has come. And I think sometimes we, we think about how some people are, are taken at a very young age, or we think of, we might think about somebody like Moses while well, he was old it was it was his time and it was his time but it wasn't because he had become senile or whatever so we for instance Jacob's father Isaac it tells him Isaac was practically blind and his hearing was going and it talks about that and that's how part of how Jacob tricks him into the kind of the blessing from Esau um, and here's Moses, who's who's just as old, but faring much better, because it wasn't about it wasn't that his body was fading. And I'll talk about that when we get to it. But these blessings that he's imparting, it's interesting that he's trying to think about the tribes. He seems to have a vision of exactly where they're going to be settling in, and and even you know the short one for Dan. Dan is the lion's cub that leaves from Bashan. Oh, and again, all right, so that's where he's settling. But, you know, what else is that telling us? Well, we'll have to see when we get into judges uh, and some other things that happen in, in the historical books of First and Second Chronicles, First and Second Kings. We see what happens to the tribe of Dan, what they allow, what happens to them. It's pretty interesting. And and so it's a short blessing, and I I can't help but wonder if God didn't give Moses a a view in not only into the promised land, but right before all of this, gave maybe maybe gave Moses a view into the future, because he seems to really know exactly how the people are going to follow other idols and leave the worship of God. And I can't help but think about ourselves and the different seasons of life that we go through. Um, you know, when, when you're in the midst of raising children and trying to make ends meet, um, you know, <clears throat> us being in, in ministry and trying to really focus on what, you know, what are we really trusting God? How are we, how are we being faithful to being, being a people of faith, right? So, you really trust God that's showing faith and how faithful are we in doing that, that it's, it can get pretty chaotic, but you seem to have a lot more energy. And then as you get older and have less energy as I yawn, again, I'm, I apologize. I have one person who, who tells me all the time, I, I shouldn't yawn, yawn, but then I'd have to edit and I don't
very well. So apologize for the yawns. And now I don't really know where I was going with all that other than to say we need to keep reading God's word, perfectly reading God's word, praying for one another, seeking God's face, seeking to really worship God in spirit and truth, to, to, you know, delight ourselves, as psalmist says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And, and so how are we delighting in the Lord today? So I just pray that you would seek that thought. Lord, how am I delighting you in you? Help me to delight in you. And as I often will say, let us rejoice and be glad for this is a day that the Lord has made. And so my prayer is, Lord, help us to um, rejoice and be glad in this day that you have made. We give you thanks for it. We praise you. We worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless y'all.